Saturday is Saturday is June nineteenth, Juneteenth, and here in Houston, we're going to be celebrating by watching Houston's hometown, homegrown, undefeated WBC middleweight world champion Jamal Charlo taking on Juan Macias Montiel live from the Toyota Center. How about that? You can uh, catch all the action live down at Toyota Center. This is the undefeated WBC world champion. Uh, entering the ring in his hometown, taking on a hard-hitting Mexican knockout artist who actually just knocked out James Kirkland last time out, a former former contender. We saw him fight uh, Canelo for a belt. So this guy is, is taking out some big names, and he's going to test his luck against the hometown boy in Jamal Charlo. Live on Showtime beginning at 8 o'clock, but of course you're here in Houston. Why wouldn't you go down to the show Saturday at the Toyota Center? Event is promoted by Lions Only Promotions and TGB Promotions, and you can get the, the tickets for... Uh, or they're the live show. They're on sale now. They can be purchased at toyotacenter.com. Jamal Charlo, Charlo 31-0, 22 knockouts, ready to put it all on the line against a, a really tough dude, 22-4-2, Juan Macias Montiel. 22 wins, 22 knockouts, by the way. You can watch it on Showtime or go to toyotacenter.com for tickets. The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I did see some crybaby in about Kyrie Irving and how they think that Giannis intentionally somehow hurt Kyrie Irving. How? how? Like, you've, got to get, you've got to give a shooter space in the paint. This isn't like giving a jump shooter space outside the three-point arc. You're in the paint. You're, yeah, you're, I mean, it it's was, a runner. It's a layup, that, basically. I mean, you see that kind of thing happen all the time. There's it's nothing intentional about it. No. As far as the Astros being cheap, this is the list of teams that are spending more money on payroll than the Astros this year. The Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets. That's the whole list. The Astros have the fourth highest payroll in baseball this year. You can't say a team is cheap if they're number four out of 30. Well, and now let's start with the Jim Crane era, okay? Because when Jim Crane bought the team, he basically said, we're going to blow it up. We're going to start from scratch. And when it's time to spend money, we'll spend money. Guess what they did? They went out and spent money. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. Text the show, you know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And uh, miss the first two hours. Some of what you missed will all be available on the website, ESPN975.com. And uh, lots more stuff to get to, including we're going to follow up on something. First off... Um, I'm going to uh, fact-checked AJ on this because he said that they didn't give up anything for Michael Brantley, which is kind of true because he was a free agent. They didn't trade for him. Oh, okay. So, Apologies. And the other thing is you said that uh, Siri wasn't exactly tearing it up at Sugarland. Um, 30 games, 311 average, uh, on-base percentage only 339, 868 OPS, five homers, 32 RBIs, so more than an RBI a game. Uh, also struck out 40 times, though. So He's one of those guys. Yeah. He's, he's Chris Davis. Yeah, he's very Chris Davis-y. But, but I mean, I, I don't think it's fair to say he's not tearing it up. Leon, we... Leon, he stinks. Yeah. So, some of the... Uh, I want to go back to the bit that he doesn't have anything to trade, okay? Okay. These are your... We're going to go back to... Back in time. To 2017. If I could turn back... Time. I'm going to give you the top 10 prospects for the Astros in 2017, the year they won the, the uh, World Series. The year of our Lord. Yes. Daz Cameron. Okay. T. Oscar Hernandez. Oh, he was really good. Uh, well, he's playing for the, the Jays now, right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Ramon Laureano. Okay. Forrest Whitley. Oh, God. Franklin Perez. 
David Paulino, Kyle Tucker. He worked out all right. Francis Martez. Okay. Now, that that was your, your top ten then. These are, there's been, I don't want to go all the way back to where, uh, because you could, you'd say good and bad, like the, the Ken Giles trade, you kind of erased what was a horrible draft pick with Mark Appel. When you got Giles for Appel, Velasquez, Thomas Eshelman, Harold, a bunch of people you never heard of. Yeah, Vince Velasquez actually pitched his best for the Astros before that trade. And then, you know, not much after that. Uh, and then you wind up flipping him, but here's a you got Jordan Alvarez for the from the Dodgers for Josh Fields. That's that's a good trade. That is a good trade. Um, so here's here are the key trades from where we're talking about 2017 on. Right when you're trying to win, Justin Verlander for Franklin Perez, Daz Cameron, Juan Ramirez, and Jake Rogers. Okay, can you say that again? Justin Verlander. Yeah. For Franklin Perez, right-handed pitcher. Yeah. Familiar with him? No. Daz Cameron. I mean, I'm familiar with him as former Astros prospects. Okay. Daz Cameron, particularly. Juan Ramirez. Yeah. Catcher Jake Rogers. Yeah. So you traded for nothing. So the, you traded away nothing. Yeah, you traded away but nothing. But that, that was a different instance because they did take on a healthy chunk of salary. They did. They did but, you know, the, the idea that they gave up everything. All right, let's, let's go to the 2017 18 offseason. Remember uh, Ramon Lariano when he was one of uh, yep. yeah he was they, one of those top prospects. They used him to require Brandon Bailey from the A's. That didn't really work out. But how about this? Garrett Cole from the Pirates for Colin Moran, Joe Musgrove, who's turned out to be pretty good, Michael Feliz, and Jason Martin. That's not a bad haul. Yeah, that, but I mean Garrett Cole's obviously for what you got out of Garrett Cole got for two years. Yeah. yeah. That said, uh, let's. But how many stars are in there? I mean, Musgrove is... Musgrove, Moran's a, a, a player. He's solid. Yeah. You know, but yeah. He, he'd still bat eight, eighth in this lineup. Yep. Uh, uh, he'd bat seventh in this lineup, this iteration of the lineup. You'd have him ahead of Tucker? I'd have him ahead of Maldonado and Straw. Oh, yeah, seventh. I mean, yeah. yeah. He, he wouldn't He wouldn't be ahead of... Uh, yeah, he'd be ahead of Straw and Maldonado. That's yeah. it. Um, but... Yeah, but who are we benching for him is a problem. Well, that he would uh, listen. You're not going to have Correa forever. We already know. Yeah, well, that's next year. It, the I, I'm interested to see what Garrett Cole is going forward, and a lot of these pitchers are going forward to see, you know, how. And I'm not looking to cry about guys cheating at baseball. I, I could really care less if they're using spider tack and it makes uh makes the game more fun because they're striking out 15 dudes. I'm all for it. Um. But I'm interested to see how he does going forward. A lot of these guys. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Yankees are probably going to start feeling like they got ripped that's off. That's on Twitter. Is like, uh, did uh, what happened to all those no hitters all of a sudden when they start slowed down. down a little bit? I'm telling. I think the Astros got the the perfect amount of Garrett Cole. The worst thing that could have happened to the Astros, I think, is they would have re-signed Garrett Cole long term. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so here's here's the kind of trade I'm looking for. This is 2018. You acquire Ryan Presley for Jorge Alcali and Gilberto Celestino. That's a good deal. Okay. I'm sure you've got a Jorge and a Gilberto on your, now, on your minors. You, now, mind you, when they, when they traded for Ryan Presley, he wasn't what he is now no, but that's okay I go mean, get me they, go they, get they found Brent Strom and that and that yeah. training staff does is they teach sure ways with spin rate and, and stuff yep. that and, make pitchers better or they show they, them where, they show them where the spider tech is I don't know yeah. I don't know I'm not uh, accusing Stromy of anything and then you you also got Osuna for Giles which and David Paulino yeah. and Hector Perez so again you haven't I mean really other than the Colt deal to this point uh, you, where you give up? I mean, Colin Moran's okay. He's uh, yeah. He, he's not anything special. Joe Joe Musgrove's having a really good season, but it was still well worth it. It was yeah. they, the Astros win that deal, obviously. Yeah, but so I mean, basically, what you're giving up is a bunch of prospect names that didn't amount to anything. Uh, Trent Thornton got you a Ledmus Diaz. Can't stay healthy. No. Um, you traded away J.D. Davis and Cody Bohannick for a bunch of guys that didn't help you. Uh, and in 2019, you got Andre Scrub for Tyler White. Yeah. Scrub for Scrub. 
Yeah, let's see. That deal, nothing. You picked up Aaron Sanchez, who pitched really well for two games before his arm blew up for uh, Derek Fisher. You know what? Those two games, worth it. Yeah, I mean, Derek Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's your, and here's your other big deal. Zach Grinke to the Diamondbacks for right-handed pitchers Corbin Martin and J.B. Bukowskis, who were two of your decent prospects that never really did anything when they came up. First baseman Seth Beer, great name, and infielder Joshua Rojas. Yeah. So, I mean, are we really beating ourselves up over Corbin Martin? No. Um, no, I'm okay with him not being on the team anymore. And then uh, his, the last two deals that Jeff Luno made. Seth Beer, I do miss. I miss the name. Yeah. Has he done anything yet? I don't know. I'm looking up old Seth Beer to see <laughs> if he's even, what, what his... Uh, Oh no! Is that one of the worst teams in the league? And what is, what's his career turned into? I I want to know. I'm curious. I'm curious. He is playing in Reno, and uh, he once shot a man in Reno. Just to watch him die. Yeah. Um, two ninety four hitter. Okay, four homers, seventeen RBI. He's probably that's probably what he is. Is like a a pretty solid triple A hitter. Okay. What about Joshua Rojas? Remember what, what happened to him? I don't remember what okay. happened to him. I'll look that up while right. you... I, I will I will tell you the last two deals that... Uh, Joshua Rojas isn't in baseball reference, so that's bad. Oh, no, he is. There he is. Josh Rojas. Ah. ah. Uh, oh, he's with the big club. Okay. Um, He... Well, actually, he's... It's not bad. He's hitting 257. Okay. Uh, on base percentage, 332. Nine homers, twenty RBI. Okay, that's pretty good. You could do you could do worse. Yeah. But if that winds up being what you get out of the Grinky trade, your ass doesn't you have to You won, yeah. All right, so Blake Taylor for Jake Marisnik. Okay. And then uh his last deal, the last deal of the Luno area. Another guy who was supposed to help you and he's been hurt for two years, Austin Pruitt mm. for Cal Stevenson and Peyton Battenfield. I've never heard of those guys. So I, I would just say, before we say that he, he traded away all these things and that he had all these bullets to fire, I mean, none of those, I mean, there's very few of those guys that are were top prospects or household names that he traded. There were a few. Most of the, the top prospects, they kept. And that was good and bad. They obviously kept Jordan. That made sense. Yeah. They kept Kyle Tucker. That's starting to work out. They kept Forrest Whitley. Didn't work out. Yeah, so but that's the way it's going to go. I mean, it some is. Of them are it it is. But I mean, they they've got guys in their system right now. But that's exactly that why are the equivalent I, of some of the guys that they traded. How's that? Yeah, but that's exactly why I say if you've got prospects, don't hold on to them because you think they might be good someday. Uh, because it, more often than not, they're they're just they're not that good. No, and that that's the thing. I mean, the. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the whole top list, and most of these are, are guys that you know you, you just missed on. Francis Martez in 2017 was your number one prospect over Kyle Tucker, David Paulino, Franklin Perez, Forrest Whitley. Those are your top five. Derek Fisher six, Lariano seven, T. Oscar eight, Daz nine, Miguel Angel Sierra. That's a pretty cool name. Angel, Miguel uh, Angel Sierra. Um, yeah, so, and then, uh, and it also just goes to show sometimes guys work out for you because you get to that uh, that second 10, and, you know, J.D. Davis got traded. Garrett Stubbs, who's up now. Colin Moran was your 12th prospect. Davis was your 13th. That's what you're supposed to do, though, right? You're supposed to flip those guys. Yeah. And, and most of these other guys you've never heard of. Um, John Del Gustava was your 20th best prospect. Mm. This, this, again, let's go back to 2017 when you had all these guys, right? And just to kind of show that eh, maybe, maybe what you dealt wasn't that big a deal. No. So, and even the guys who do hit, sometimes it doesn't last that long. Yeah. I want to, yeah, ooh, 30 through 21 is kind of interesting. You're number 30 prospect that year. Miles Straw. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then 
number 25 prospect that year? Jordan Alvarez. He worked out okay. Yeah, he's I straight. like him. And yeah, so that's that just goes to show maybe maybe these prospect rankings you got to be a little a little careful with. Guess what we got to be careful with on Wednesday. Oh, we're going to be drinking four <laughs> roses. And uh guys, this is uh it, it's going to I've got the giveaway coming up next segment. Okay? And uh you know what? We'll we'll, we'll go ahead and, and tell you all about it because we're having a uh, a tasting on Wednesday here at the station. This is the last giveaway, your last chance to come and check out Four Roses. And guys, there's so many cool things. The Four Roses small batch is fantastic. And they've got all kinds of great summer cocktails for you. Father's Day, Sunday. You know what? You messed around. You didn't get anything, and you're going to do it last minute because that's what we all do, right? Well, just go buy your specs. Go buy your liquor store. Get the Four Roses small batch. Show up with it, and your father is going to love it. Talking to you, my kids. Show up with the Four Roses, and it'll look like you planned it all along. Because, Dad, I heard you talk about it on the radio. I'm dead serious. So if you want something great for your father, go to fourrosesbourbon.com. And if you want to see some great cocktail mixes, go to fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer, and hopefully we'll see you here on Wednesday. They've been doing it since 1888. That's Four Roses Bourbon. Is the Blitz. The Blitz. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. And uh, somebody says, Fred Moran is hitting over 290 this season, has a career average close to Correa. Wouldn't mind getting him to replace Carlos next year. Uh, he's, his average is five points lower than Correa. So I guess you can call that close, but, uh, he's, his home run numbers are, he just doesn't have any power. He's just, he's kind of just a guy. He's a 272 career hitter with 39 homers and 186 RBIs. I'll say this 19 at bats. So not exactly anything you're mourning losing. No, because if he were on this team right now and you were going to put him but was he worth Garrett Cole? Just ask yeah. yourself that. Well, and but, the answer is yes. But the thing is, if he's on this team and you're finding a place for him in this lineup as is, he's your eighth hitter at best. Yeah. So, yeah, that's – I mean, he's an, he's just an okay player. That's all. Is – are you worried at all about Alex Bregman? No, not really. At what point will you start to worry? Um. Alex Bregman, um, of late, stinks, and I'm, I'm maybe it's not the the most beautiful, elegant way to put it, but it ain't been great. Uh, in it, he's, I mean, last season we've we've discussed. We'll call it an anomaly. He was one of the guys who struggled the most last season. This season, though, he's at seven home runs, and, it, and so he's on pace for let's say twenty-ish. That's that's probably fair, right? Mm-hmm. On on pace, guy would say that. His last full season, though, was the year that he hit forty-one homers, and the was third in the MVP voting. I think was he third or second? I think he was third, but I I could be wrong. I thought he was second. I mean, either way. He was an MV, a legit MVP candidate, and really he was a legit MVP candidate two years in a row. And now he's, it's not like he stinks, but he's just not what he, his OPS that year, 1.01. His OPS right now, 803. Um, 
Remember about a month ago, you asked me if I was worried about Carlos Correa, and I told you no. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Uh, Bregman is always a guy who will go on a tear at some point. That that's been his career, and you know what? If this is the floor you're getting, it's really it's not bad. It's not MVP. It's not bad. You know, but if this is this is the floor of what he's going to do this year, then there's a lot more coming, and, and I'm not too worried about him, especially the way this lineup is going. You don't need everybody clicking. Yeah, you know, you've got enough guys that you get three or four clicking in one game, and guess what? You're going to win most games. You know what's most weird about this lineup, and as good as the Astros' offense is, nobody hits home runs. Yeah, they're not hit. They're not hitting with the. They're not hitting with the kind of power that I was expecting. Um, they just hit in bunches, which is quality. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I don't think they've got. They may have. Maybe they have one guy on pace for 30 home runs this season. And again, on pace is always, you know, it, it's not, uh, it's certainly not gospel because like you said, anybody could get hot any one given week. Yeah, who's leading the team in home runs? Yeah, Ted Williams. Yeah, little little Teddy. Uh, but you know what? That's, He's the only one on pace for 30 home runs. But you've got a lot of guys right behind him that just get on a little bit of a hot streak. I mean, Yuli's got 10 and Altuve's got 12 and Correa's got 11 now. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's spent some time hurt. He's still got yes. nine. He'll probably hit 30. Yeah, he'll probably get to 30. So, uh, you know, that's that's the... They aren't hitting a lot of home runs, but they are you know, hitting the ball at a higher average than anybody else in yep. the league. And like Brantley, Brantley's not a home run hitter anymore. He, I don't think he's ever going to be again. But it doesn't matter. He's still badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? Brantley can sit there and hit doubles in the gap until he's yep. seventy. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, he's my he's my favorite Astro. Um, it, for the longest time, it was Jose Altuve, and Jose Altuve's still good. He's a cheater. Water boy's a cheater. I, I'm not saying that. I'm, I don't need that. Uh, but I, I certainly. I mean, that dude's hitting three thirty seven. That's wild, and he missed some time too. Yeah, and so. Of course, he also got a hit almost every at bat this last series. Yes, how's that even happen? Yeah, but uh, but you know, I I mean, I I think he's probably the guy I want up at the plate more than anybody right now with runners in scoring. Position. Him or Yuli? Yuli, yeah, I feel Uli, pretty good about yeah, right Uli now. Yuli is man. quietly just tearing things up too, which is another thing. Yuli, you go back to to twenty nineteen, first half of the season, everybody wanted him bench. They were yep. all they wanted the mild straw treatment for him, and then he went on a tear that he's been on pretty much ever since. All right, so I, I did promise you this giveaway. Got to uh, got to give it to your mama. Uh, yeah, and or your father, because it's Father's Day is coming. So get Dad roses, four of them, four roses bourbon whiskey, and to help celebrate ESPN ninety seven five and the Blitz, we're having a Father's Day tasting event hosted by guess who, me and AJ. That's right, featuring four roses bourbon whiskey. The event will be in the ESPN ninety seven five lobby on Wednesday, June sixteenth, from seven to nine p.m. Right now is your last chance to win a spot for you and a guest. Let's go at 627 with caller number four. How about that? Caller number four. And, you know, I like the idea if you're going to get four roses for your father on Father's Day, get him three bottles so that it's 12 roses. It's mm, a good that's plan. Not, that's a, they call that a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. I like so. that idea. Anyway, uh, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in. And, uh, you know, do, do I have time to get my gym of the day in here or if I, I, do I need to wait? Let's knock it out. Okay. Time for the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. I, I'm. This is going to be a PSA for the people. Let's say you have a spouse. Let's say you want that spouse dead. Okay. How many times do we hear stories where the person trying to hire the hitman is actually hiring a cop? Oh, all the time. Allentown, that Pennsylvania. Hitmen and hookers. Yeah, they're always. You, you, you gotta be careful. Uh, and it's this, the same. This, remember, I gave that advice with the hookers a long time ago, and said, "Hey, to make sure they're not a cop, tell them you want to bring them to your room and take naked pictures of them, and that's what you're going to pay them for. It's not a crime, as long as she's of legal age. And if she's a cop, she'll say no. A real hooker will never turn down money just to take some pictures." 
Now, same thing with a hitman. Yeah. Exactly. Tell the hitman, I'll give you $50 to kill this stray dog. It's it, it, And a real hitman would say, I'll take that 50 bucks. Dude, do you see how much hitmen make in the movies? Ain't no way they're taking 50 bucks for killing a dog. Okay, maybe you got to offer You're going to have to offer like 5,000. This, 5, this woman would have had a problem with that. Maybe just ask the hitman to take the nude photos. A real hitman would say, let's do that. Well, this woman wanted to uh, hire someone to kill her husband. Now, it sounds like he's a turd. Sounds like he cheats on her and beats her. And all Terrible. Now, that's what she says. I mean, I don't know that I, I don't know her. I do know that... Uh, if you're going to hire a hitman for $4,000, you probably uh, aren't going to do it on a payment plan. <laughs> and if the hitman's willing to accept it, he's probably a cop. Yeah. She put hey. down a $100 deposit. Well, maybe I can, yeah, I can get around to that. <laughs> she put down a $100 deposit and agreed on a payment plan for the murder of her husband. You got to be kidding me. Uh, and, of course, an undercover police detective met with her who described in detail why she wanted her husband killed. She agreed to pay four thousand. She couldn't pay the entire amount up front. Okay, I don't know a lot about hitmen, although I do watch a lot of movies. I don't recall any of them doing the job without getting paid everything up front. No, or at least like half and half. Yeah, half. Yeah, I've seen that a lot now, but it's also ridiculous amounts of money. She allegedly admitted to making the down payment in twenty dollar bills and agreed to pay weekly installments on the re- remaining 3900 Weekly installment. Yeah, kind, yeah. Uh, Hitman will they'll take that deal. Sure. Because uh, who wants to keep coming back and getting money from somebody when you've just whacked her husband? So, anyway, she's in custody. And uh, that bail is $50,000. So, she can't. $500,000, excuse me. She's 44 years old. And uh, her name is Claudia Carrion. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right, guys. I got to tell you about my good friend, Dr. Linville, and how you can get your hair restored. And it's really simple. You can get your hair back. All you got to do is go to 975hair.com. What Dr. Linville does is take the hair off the back of your head. It's called the Neograph Procedure. And it's really cool. And he'll put it to where it's on the front, where it's missing, or on the sides, where it's missing. And it's your own hair. This isn't, you know, some kind of weird wig. This isn't some kind of a, a hair plug. This is your own hair as part of the neograft procedure. And the cool thing is the hair on the back of your head is always going to grow. So when he moves it there, it's going to keep growing. And you know what? Father's Day's coming, and that'd make a great gift for your dad. Set him up at 975hair.com. And when you do, just listen to the pitch from Dr. Linville. Take a look at his hair. It looks fantastic. Well, guess what? He had it done, too. And uh, it's all at 975hair.com. Great people over there. Does a fantastic job. If you're looking at your hair and saying, man, I just I just need a little bit. I need to go get something done. Just go to 975hair.com. Have the conversation today. Get your hair back. 975hair.com. With a full clip. They say I'm moving ruthless. And my shooters, they shooting. I won't say they roof, Chris. I get the breeze, then it's adios. If I'm with you, then she give it. When I see police, then we gang low. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more. SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. It's gone by pretty fast. It has. Time flies when you're mm-hmm. having fun, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Indeed. More, more Astros talk than usual today. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um... Brother Bear said, I watched a documentary on Netflix, White Boy Rick, and the hitman's minimum per job was 15K. Yeah, that was the. I, I, I watched that one. I've pretty much seen all of the. All, all of the, the Netflix. All, all the Netflix hitman documentaries that are out there. And, and hey, I, I've also. I mean, 
high-end hits, 15 doesn't get you into the ballpark, man. No. You're going to take out somebody big. We're, we're talking serious dollars. That's all. Hey, uh, I had some interesting numbers about the NBA playoffs. I'm going to give you the preseason odds. Oh, boy. Going back to September on the teams left in the playoffs. If you recall, the favorite back then were the L.A. Lakers, yeah. plus 350. But they died. They were a first-round first dunzo. They stink. Um, the Warriors were 20-1. to 1. They didn't even make the playoffs. They stink. Well, they had two chances. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Losers. <laughs> what do you think the Rockets were? Uh, when they still had Harden? This was September. Yeah, yeah, I think they were in the 20 to 25 to 1 range. They were 12 to 1. Really? They were the sixth. No, they were tied for the fourth favorite. Okay. They were tied with the Heat and the Nets. All right. At 12 to 1. Okay, so pre, yeah, pre Harden, that makes sense. So what do you think the Nets are now? They were 12 to 1 then. Well, we talked about they're 15 to 2 now. Well, right now, uh, there's the, the best odds you can get on them 5 to 2. So plus 250. The Phoenix Suns are plus 375. What do you think they were to start the season? Uh, 30. They were actually 20 to 1. They were the eighth favorite. Okay. I guess maybe they had the hot run in. Uh, yeah, at the end of the bubble yeah, last the bubble. year. The Utah Jazz currently sit at 4 to 1. I'm guessing they were about 18. 30 to 1. Really? That's very strange. End up being the one seed. The Milwaukee Bucks. They would have been like third choice. They were second choice. Oh, ahead of the Nets? Yeah, I guess because the Nets didn't have Harden yet. They were plus 400. Okay. They're now plus 475. <laughs> so if you if you invested in the Bucks, you were a dummy. That, that was a bad investment. If you invested in the, the Suns or the Jazz, very sharp. Very sharp. What about the Philadelphia 76ers pl- plus 600? Yeah, with that fourth favorite, fifth favorite, somewhere in there. The 76ers were 11th favorites with the Jazz, 30 to 1. Really? So if you invested in them. Yeah, that's probably, that, that would have been a pretty good bet, actually. Wise decision. The LA Clippers, they are plus 750 now, preseason. Probably less than that. Plus 650. Yeah. So bad investment there on the Clippers. Well, it's basketball, so it's all bad investments. Let's just be honest. But- well, the Atlanta Hawks preseason were forty to one, right? I mean, hell, who the Hawks? They they won't even make the final eight, much less the championship. We'll put we'll put a forty on them. Well, now the Hawks are in the final eight, and they're a hundred to one. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so if you if you believe in the Hawks, now is a much better time to invest than September was at forty to one. You were a dope if you took them at forty to one then. Yeah, the re, but reasonably, especially in the NBA, it, it, you, anything that's double figures before the season probably doesn't have a chance no. this year. So it's not smart. Yeah, but I mean, even even if you like the Suns, would you really like the Suns? At plus three seventy five. Uh, well, now I mean, even then, I don't love yeah, them now. No, I don't either because they're gonna. Have, I think they'll have a hard time getting by the Jazz. You know what? The, the, and they still have to win the thing. There's two teams on the board I think that actually have legit value right now. The Jazz are at plus four hundred, four to one. They're they were the the best team in the West all season, which normally means that's a home run, right? Yeah, but and they're third, also their third betting weird. favorite. Yeah, the the but you know the Lakers broke. Yeah, the, the Warriors broke, and you know it, and so that the Nuggets broke. Yeah, yeah, Nuggets the Nuggets lose one of their one of their two best players. I mean, it's just you know. and then the Milwaukee Bucks, who you can get at a better price now than you could preseason. That that seems like value. Especially they're two two with the uh you're two two in their series. With Kyrie likely dead, Harden not looking like he's coming back anytime so soon. So if they were the favorite preseason 
And re- what if they they've lost DiVincenzo? That's like their yeah. big their big injury loss. The one team that had better preseason odds than them is gone. The Lakers. Is and obviously the the Nets what they've done adding James Harden made them a it changed their odds, but it seems it seems like value on the Bucks. And in the Sixers, I think it's six to one right now. Not bad. No. We we we. I mean, you can assume because the Hawks are are a hundred to one. You can assume that the Sixers will at least have a, a spot in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah. So that's something. So yeah, I, I mean it's it's not as locked in as the Suns' spot in the conference finals, but right, it, it's the next best thing. Hey, uh, I've got another giveaway. We'll, we'll just say first caller, uh, you get a Black Bear Diner gift card, twenty five dollars in Black Bear bucks to try their uh, delicious bear sized meals. First caller seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven. Look at you, first caller shooting them yeah. out of the cannon. Yeah, just firing away. It's what I do. Fire away. Um, Hit me with your best shot. Um, why don't you hit me with your best shot oh man i got it's funny i got so much stuff that uh we didn't get to today that i wanted to get to it's because we spent a bunch of time talking baseball yeah well you know what every now and then off our whole day every now and then that's fine okay right i mean it's kind of timely we're kind of getting to that part of the year where you can start looking at trends a little bit more I, I I have a whole thing on how well we got time for this. We got time for that. I got I, I had to get my one alien report in. Uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but like the government, the aliens, the government's releasing all kinds of stuff that they're actively investigating UFOs. Okay, and it's that about damn time. All, I say all these reports from Navy pilots and stuff like that, and now NASA's looking into them. And Aaron, you should be giving us the inside dope on that. What's what's NASA know about this stuff? Whatever they know, they don't even tell my wife. Uh-huh. So okay, maybe they know she can't be trusted. I don't know. But here, here's my my problem. A physicist named Mark Buchanan wrote a piece in the Washington Post talking about the Defense Department uh, videos, uh-huh. and now how we're calling them unidentified aerial phenomenon. Um, he says we should all be grateful we don't have any evidence of contact with alien civilizations. Attempting to communicate with extraterrestrials, if they do exist, could be extremely dangerous for us. We need to... Okay, can I... I'm just going to stop him right there, because... He makes a good point, though. Well, it could be dangerous, sure, but if they're evil creatures that are going to conquer us, or maybe they're good creatures that are going to conquer us because we're evil, I buy that. Us communicating with them isn't going to change anything. Well, maybe it is. Maybe they're going to be looking at our politics, and it's like... uh, so take me to your leader. He's like, oh, right, 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 right. well, I'm before that it would have been, I'm the best. I'm tremendous. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I, I take the whole thing back. <laughs> I take the whole thing back. Our, uh, we, we don't want them to know what we really are. No, God, we're, no. we're so horrible. Oh my God. Whatever we do, do not show the aliens Twitter. They're going to, th- I mean, they'll the just Twitter doc. They would destroy us if they found Twitter.com. They would just say the civilization has no hope. Yeah. They'd, they'd take one. And honestly, they'd be right. Maybe that's why they haven't reached out. They're just like, all right, let's watch them. Like, uh, it's uh, like an anthill. You watch burn to a gr- burn to the ground. Well, they're just waiting for that to happen. I, I bet they're just sitting up there and they're, you know, in, in their fancy high tech little space you know, things. And they're looking at Twitter going, let us let cancel culture get them today. <laughs> Yes, I mean that. Uh, that's obviously it. Uh, the HTX uh, Ranger seventy seven, Fred and AJ. Can I get the birthday shout out? Thanks in advance. There you go. There you go. And, I don't even think it's your birthday, but you got it anyway. God, what a deal! So imagine getting the birthday shout out. It's not even your birthday. Uh, you see, especially our hot alien chicks conquering us sexually. I, I think we're just going to have to live with that on the hub, man. I, I think the reality is that a is, category. Of course it is. So I hear, I mean, I, right. I, yeah, I, I don't know, never on there, um, but it, it's, as an ancient astronaut theorist, I, I, I think that uh, I was really ready to just rip into this guy for saying, well, if they wanted to conquer us, they would, but it's kind of like, yeah, we shouldn't, con- we shouldn't be uh, communicating with them. I mean, what, what race would look at us and say, oh yeah, those guys got it going yeah, on. Yeah, they, they've got to figure it out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
seven one three. If they did, they'd be wrong. Yeah, I just uh, I I, I think it, it the, all the government stuff that they keep that keeps coming up now. Everybody claims that they don't know what it is, but there's just there's too much there's too much smoke out there now. It's like even the NASA chief Bill Nelson. Are you familiar with him? Well, Aaron is. That's what I'm asking. His Aaron. boss, yeah. My boss? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who makes the money in your house? We all know this. I mean, I'm not married to that person. Her boss is your boss. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah this is a by proxy thing. Yeah. It says, I've talked to these Navy pilots, and they are, they are sure they saw something real, and of course we have seen the videos from their jets. Honestly, Navy, guys, ahead of NASA. Navy guys lie all the time. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't know that. So, anyway... That's that's ball busting, by the way. Let's settle down. All right, we'll do a uh, a dumbass report on the other side. I didn't. I've I've gone a whole week without doing one. I didn't do one last week, so it, I feel like we're overdue. We've got plenty of dumbasses to talk about. I I, I did one last week while you. were Oh, gone. did you? Yeah. How'd it go? It was okay. I mean, it wasn't as good as the Falcon on Famous People, but I I did do one. Okay. So. Uh, I got to tell you guys about my friends at Carbock, the sweet, sweet nectar that is Carbock. I think we're going to have Eric on the show tomorrow to talk about what Carbock's got going on. All I know is I drank a bunch of Carbock on the river, like pretty much all of the Carbock, uh, and it all went down so smooth. Great summertime beers. They've got a ton of them. I drank a lot of ranch water. The ranch water is great summertime action. Uh, I also drank a lot of Crawford Bock, and I drank some Tasty Waves. Oh, I had some Light Circus, too. And then the Vive Chill. I, I drank a lot of Carbach over that week that I was gone. So you could do that too. You don't need the river to drink summer beer. You could just, you know, sit at your house, at your pool or whatever, and just drink a bunch of beer. Why not? Why the hell not is what they would say. Uh, stop by the restaurant uh, and have yourself a fine meal, and you can have some beers there. Now, you can have all the mainstays, of course, but you can also have some beers that you can't find anywhere else in the whole wide world. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop on in, have a meal, grab yourself a beer. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about this week, pick yourself up some Carbock. Listening to the Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Last segment of the day. Time for a little dumbass report. Let's, uh... There we go. I'm just waiting. I was waiting on that. Did you have it? Who worked with you on Monday? Oh, yeah. That was Brad. Okay. Yeah. Was he, uh... Did they do something like that on his, uh... You know, I didn't really ask. We just did it, and he commented on stuff, just like we always do. Okay. Um, here's here's a move. Don't leave. Uh, don't leave your shopping cart. Look, not everywhere's a small town. I don't know where Somerset County is. Um, I've heard of it though. In Pennsylvania, yeah. You, well, you think if you're at a tractor supply, you could probably you're probably okay, right? Like, mm. You can walk away from your shopping cart, but no, they had their wallet and iPhone 11 stolen, and the wallet reportedly contained a thousand dollars in cash. So a lot of a uh, lot of items sold there, and um, apparently the uh, the person said, "I don't want to live in a world where you can't leave your your purse unattended." I, are are we not all in that same world now? Like, do we really think there's anywhere you can go where? No. You just leave your stuff. I'm going to go no. That guy, that's, that's not a wise way to live. I, you know what? I, I The only exception is that little lake in the middle of nowhere in Saskatchewan we go to. Like You can leave your golf clubs out and nobody will steal them. 
Like how? Where do you leave? Like outside your house? Because like outside the little like we have a little shed in the back that is set up as like a, a bedroom. Oh, okay. And there's not enough room for them in there, so I'll, I'll leave them outside the shed in the golf cart. Okay. Nobody touches them. Well, I mean, where's They're your like closest neighbor? Uh, right next door. Oh. And there's there's like a 90 units on that lake. Okay. But they're all richer than me. They wouldn't steal my golf clubs. They don't want your crappy old clubs anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's go to New Hampshire, where a man uh, was trying to use the restroom. It's important. But he was in the back of a cop car when he did it. Uh, that was his big mistake. Dumbass. Uh, he was getting a ride to the police station for driving while intoxicated on Saturday morning. 41-year-old Jason Shea. Um, had when you gotta go, you gotta go. They say, and he went in the back seat of the police cruiser, and so on top of his DWI, he's now been charged with disobeying an officer and three counts of criminal mischief. And you say three counts? So he dropped three of them on him. Well, he only dropped one in the cruiser, but then when he got to he got to the booking room. He decided he had to go again, and he went on the booking room floor. And then when he got outside the booking room, he decided it was a good time to go again on the floor. So three if times you're turd, it's gonna come back on to police property. Uh, he was held on preventable detention with no bail and transported to the Valley Street Jail in Manchester, New Hampshire, scheduled to be arraigned on Monday. I'm, I'm curious how that went, and I'm also curious if when he got to court, he said, you know what? This looks like a good spot. I hope that's not what he did because that would be criminal mischief. But yeah, police stations and cop cars, not toilets. Mm-hmm. That's not the um, that's that's not the right place for for those acts. Um, there was a video of a man who was um, riding a bike on apparently like there's some road in uh, in Malibu. That's like just an it's an like amazing views. You're going around mountains and yeah, it's just beautiful. The guy was uh, guy was riding his his bicycle on said road and he had a the the GoPro action going, which is cool. You want to you want when you're taking a ride like that, you want to uh, you want to document the this beautiful beautiful time. Um. Unfortunately for him, that beautiful time ended very poorly when he swerved to avoid an animal. And what do you think happened? Guessing he went over the... Uh, yeah. But it's on the GoPro, though, right? It's bet. on the GoPro. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, sometimes that's, that's where I'll just... Um, I, I think I'll just let the animal take it then. Yeah. Uh, you know... And uh, finally, uh, listen, the cops were bothering this guy, Pennsylvania man. The, the cops were badgering him, saying, hey, man, you're a hoarder. You need to clean up this house. And uh, the code enforcement officers went there on Thursday at noon to follow up on an inspection. And he decided, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out with a gun and chase the uh, city official away. And I'm going to shut the door. Never a good idea. Well, and then they found out exactly what he was hoarding. Uh, apparently, fireworks part of what he was hoarding. Okay. And he lit them all off oh. inside his house. Dumbass. And his house went into flames. So did his neighbor's house and his neighbor's house. Dracaris. Uh, so three houses burned down by 66-year-old Thomas Rossi, who died in the incident. Uh, but he said, rather than you take my stuff, you, you may you may take my freedom, but you'll never take my fireworks. Yeah. And he lit them all off inside his I don't house. Give a uh, they say that he, the fire set off tons of ammunition. Apparently, he was hoarding ammunition as well. He's like a prepper. Oh, boy. So he had so a So why would ammo. you need fireworks at the end of the world? That's a good question. Distract the zombies so you could run away? That's a, a, yeah. a real good question. I think maybe he just, he, does, he was one of those guys who said, God. They gouge you so much on Fourth of July. I'm buying up all my fireworks in April, and for the cheap, right? And he may have a side hustle going. You never know. He mm. may 
try to sell those fireworks and buy more ammo. Well, maybe, maybe on the dark web. Reloading <laughs> supplies right now are through the damn roof. Maybe he was buying fireworks and just cracking the fire, taking the, the powder, powder out of them maybe so. to make his new, to make his homemade ammo. ammo. Maybe so. All right, and that is Fred this week's edition of the Dumbass Report. So uh, there was one like ridiculous goal scored today. Do you know what game it was in? The soccer game, I don't know. Dude kicked it in from like half, I mean, almost uh, midfield. And if if you get a chance to check, I thought it was Czech Republic in Scotland, but that appears to be on now. Unless this is a replay and it happens later, in which case maybe you want to watch until it does. Uh, Excuse me. Wow, you almost made it to the end. That looks like Megan Rapinoe, doesn't it? (laughs) You're the worst person. (laughs) I had one more story, Fred. I thought you'd be interested in this. Let's hear it. I don't know the name of this town in Vermont, but uh, police are on the lookout for two people who are accused of stealing. What do you think they Bernie stole? Sanders? No. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, they stole a DVD player. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, just th- when I saw that story, I was like, dumbass. I don't even care what happens at the end. It says they're lo- they're looking to identify the suspects in the vehicle that they used at the time of the theft. And of course, they're wearing masks and stuff like that, but. Yeah, they walked into a store and stole a DVD player. And be like, you know what, just keep it. We're not selling yeah. that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the suspects will soon be arrested in 2004. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and their blockbuster cards will be re- uh, yes, taken away from. Folks. Yep. Oh, okay. I got to tell you guys about... Uh, I got to tell you guys one more time about Pro Dunk Hoops. That's what my kids are doing this summer, man. Uh, they're out there hooping it up because I said, hey... Yeah, ERCOT's got limitations on how much electricity we can use. We're turning the AC down. You guys got to go outside. We're, we're, you know, I, I can't have you in here. Go hoop it up. I'm not. You're not gonna be on your TVs. You're not gonna be on your video games. Your telephones. No, get outside and hoop it up. It's free to ERCOT. I'm trying to save the rest of you guys. Uh, be a good parent. Get out there. Buy your buy your kids a Pro Dunk Hoops goal. Pick the perfect goal for you at ProDunkHoops.com could attach to your house, your driveway. You could put it up in your backyard. They've got a fully portable version, something for everybody. And then you can finally feel this Father's Day, you can feel like a good dad. That's Because that's probably the, the only thing that could possibly make you a good dad is getting this goal from Pro Dunk Hoops, ProDunkHoops.com. Give them a call today. Uh, pick out the goal. Pick out the accessories. Schedule your installation with the pros at Pro Dunk Hoops, ProDunkHoops.com. ESPN 97.5. Please have a